Welcome back, faithful listeners, to yet another edition of God is 365. I'm Brother Ray. And I'm Pastor James. We're your hosts and moderators for today's podcast. This is a podcast that is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective is twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society have about the nature of God. Secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character. Three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four. Pastor James, you know there are a lot of great role models out there—heroes and sheroes and family—that uh, we can emulate, isn't it? Yes, there. <laughs> but 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 ultimately, the problem is that mankind's character is not flawless, and as the flaws come to light, heroes and sheroes fall from our grace. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's right. But, of course, you know that's not the case with uh, our God Almighty. Proverbs 30 and 5 says, Every word of God is flawless. Mm -hmm. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. I am convinced, and I know you are too, that nothing, absolutely nothing, can compare to the supreme role model of God Almighty. Amen. Amen. He's the great I am. He's the great I am. Uh, uh, Pastor James, of course, we want to take a, uh, a moment before we begin our dialogue, as always, and shout out to our fantastic listening audience. Hey, everybody. Hello. Good morning. Amen. Good afternoon. Yeah. Good night. Whenever, Thank whatever, whatever you. time that you are listening to our podcast. We appreciate you and we we invite you to continue to listen to our uh, podcast Mm -hmm. by uh, subscribing to uh, our uh, God is 365 website Mm -hmm. and you can listen to us on the God is 365 YouTube Mm -hmm. uh, channel. And we can also can be caught on Apple Podcasts, uh, Mm -hmm. iHeart and uh, soon uh, Subsplash. We are on Subsplash. On Subsplash. All right. I'm glad I have to erase that from my dialogue. That's a good thing. We hope and we pray that all is well for you today and that something that is said on today's podcast will uplift and inspire you to learn to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. Amen. Good Friday to you, uh, Pastor James. Good Friday to you, Brother Ray. How are you? I'm doing well. Amen. God is good. God is good. Uh, uh, Pastor James, you can chime on this, in on this uh, at any point while I'm uh, talking about this uh, particular subject. Um, now, I, I don't know whether you have experienced this or not, but uh, the other day I was calling a particular company, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to, you know, name the, write out the company and name its name, mm-hmm. uh, but I was talking to a customer service rep, 
And this rep said some very questionable things. You know, I, you know, I, I just, I just continually felt like I was going in circles and circles and circles. Mm -hmm. And, uh, at some point I started to realize that the customer service rep really didn't know what they were doing. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, they were just as confused about mm -hmm. how to handle the issue that I was calling about mm -hmm. as I was. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing irks me more than uh, customer service, especially online. Amen. <laughs> it's so frustrating because it, folks will send you to another place and another, another place. place and, and it's supposed to be the, uh, the person or, or the place that really helps you with your problem. And it winds up, you know, They'll call you back later or something else. or Yeah, instead of a help, they end up being a, a, a hindrance. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I grit my teeth. Mm -hmm. Because being a Christian, you know that, uh, uh, you know, we have to always keep our Christendom, right? Did you write a letter? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, but I said in the back of my mind, uh, Pastor James, that um, uh how can a company be so incompetent, you know? And it is, this is a pretty big company. Okay. Uh, can you feel me on that? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of someone in particular right now. Amen. In particular right Amen. now. Amen. You know, and, and, and uh, unfortunately, this has become a status quo for customer service with a lot of these large corporations. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, and, 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 and I just, thought in my mind how can a, a corporation like this nationally and everything be so incompetent amen yeah well you you want to think that everybody's not perfect but you know if you have a chosen expertise and and you are in a, in a certain field and you're asking folks to uh, pay you or compensate you for your services mm -hmm. you expect a certain level of competency Amen. I like that. You know, and it says uh, I was I was looking uh, re as I was researching our topic for today. I, I saw something on a website called uh, Market Watch mm -hmm. and the article was entitled Incompetent Rich People Are More Likely to Get Ahead Than Smart People With No Money. Amen. Now, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I I don't want to I don't want to throw any stones at rich people, but yeah. uh, I don't know. That sounds like a generality, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, wow. Now this is this is interesting. Some of the points it made. Okay. Now okay. I, I, I can look at this this point right here. It says classism mm -hmm. and elitism are alive and well in corporate America. Well, it's, now, a, it's, it's alive and well in the United States. In the United States, and according to a recent study. Some managers recognize the work of the loudest, mm -hmm. most confident, and sometimes well heels. And when we say in well heels, we're talking about people with money in the room. That includes people who are well known to have uh, gone to a good school and come from a wealthy background. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. This behavior may make it difficult for those of a lower social class to successfully interject and navigate the higher ranks within an organization. Hmm. Amen. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, and so, I, you know, 
And it says individuals with relatively high social class are more overconfident and appear more competent to others. This helps them attain a higher earning jobs. Mm-hmm. I can Amen. See that. I can see that. Amen. I, I, I may have experienced that. So, so you know something, mm-hmm. and so you 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 you're the point I I'm getting to mm-hmm. that some of this incompetence is due to the fact that the the wrong people are hired. Amen. The the, the wrong people are hired. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, uh, uh, they found that higher classes were more con- overconfident and that uh, overconfidence in turn made them appear more confident and more likely to obtain social rank. Okay, it wasn't one of those fake it till you make it. They, they had made it, so they were faking it that they were already there. Amen, amen. In other words... It reminds me of a job I used to have. Oh, wow. You, you're not going to comment on that, are you? Well, well, the job I had, you know, I was uh, I actually uh, worked in IT. I had an IT job, and I, I had no background whatsoever in IT. And so I did a lot of reading and research, and, and I worked as hard as I could. But, you know, I was hoping nobody would find me out. But I, so I managed to, managed to uh, uh, work at that particular position for a year and actually got a promotion to a, another uh, area. Amen. Yeah, so I guess I did okay. I guess but you nobody did. knew. Nobody <laughs> knew. You know, the bottom line, Pastor, is, is there is a lot of respecter of persons going on in the business world. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank God we serve a God who's not a respecter of persons. Amen. Mm-hmm. Our attribute for today's discussion is God is a God who gives us confidence. God is a God who gives us confidence. Amen. Amen. And as always, we have a very simple and direct methodology on how we examine these attributes of God. And so we do it by asking four major questions. And so the first question is, what do the scriptures say about this attribute of God's character? Number two, why do you think God made this attribute a vital part of his character? Number three, why do we need to incorporate this attribute into our character and daily lifestyle? And last, number four, how can we begin the process of internalizing this attribute into our hearts and our spirits? Okay, well, let's go on and chew on the first question. What does the scripture say about this attribute of God giving us confidence? Amen. Yeah, well, you know, I can go to one in particular, to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. This is the English Standard Version translation. It says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed speaking to what you were talking about mm-hmm. rightly handling the word of truth so all scriptures breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction for training and righteousness that the man of God may be competent equipped for every good work amen, amen. so that the man of God would be so so in other words well I, I, I'll wait before I, I interpret that I'll add my scripture is uh, second uh, Corinthians uh, three and five, 
not that we are, not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our confidence comes from God. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So, what are these scriptures saying in in, in regards to competence? Well, I think the, the scriptures are really saying that, you know, part of the accountability, responsibility of us as, a, as children of God is that we present ourselves, that we have uh, that level of capability to, to do God's work, to Amen. be, you know, to how we treat one another, that we have that capability uh, that, uh, to do those things. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and, and uh, to add to that, God's desire for mankind is for us to be fully equipped mm-hmm. to handle the challenges that life brings into our pathway. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And amen. You know, let's move on to uh, our second question. Okay. Why do you think God made this attribute uh, a vital part of his character competence you know what i think about really is uh you know if we're if we're god's children god loves us and he wants us to be able to uh you know he's given us a certain gifts uh he wants us to know that you know apart from him we don't have anything you know i think about philippians 4 and 13 i can do all things through christ who strengthens me so actually when we talk about confidence from uh standpoint of Christianity, our confidence really derives from God himself. Amen. From our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And we, we need just as you, you explained in uh, in Second Corinthians three and five, that confidence or the confidence comes from knowing God and who he is and what he's able to do. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and God has called us, uh, Pastor James, to a greater purpose in life. You know, uh, it's not about the collection of fame and fortune and material uh, gain. You know, we have a special job to accomplish. So he wanted to supply us Mm -hmm. with 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 competent tools that will help us to fulfill, you know, our mission uh, and in feeling fulfilling our mission. We are fulfilling his will Mm -hmm. for this world to be amen yeah yeah you know it kind of reminds me of the apostle paul when he said he was he was called up to the third heaven Mm -hmm. and he saw some things that you know other folks hadn't seen and 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 he alluded to him you know maybe if if i could say it in just in plain speak you know getting the big head you know god brought him back down to earth and uh, let him know, because Paul had some things that he was afflicted with. He, he had some physical uh, challenges, uh, mm-hmm. and he uh, he had a thorn in his side. You remember the story yes. of the thorn mm-hmm. in his side? And, and he asked uh, God to take that thorn out of his side. Um, we don't know if it was a physical affliction or if it was something else, but it was something that he thought would hinder his, his ministry. And God said, you know, my grace is sufficient for you. And in other words, he says, when, when, we are, when we are weak, that's when God is strong and God can work through us. You know, sometimes we tend to overpower God and think that we have more than what he has. But our confidence comes from 
having that knowledge, having that wisdom, having that discernment to do God's will. Amen. I, I really like how you put that, Pastor James. You know, our confidence comes through doing, uh, you know, God's uh, will. You know, if you look at Ephesians 2 and 10, it says, for we are his workmanship. Mm -hmm. We're his workmanship mm -hmm. created in Jesus Christ for good works, which God has prepared beforehand mm -hmm. that we should walk in them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where our confidence. Comp our competence relies really and, and and we need to stay focused on that amen amen there's another scripture i think that that abuts that that supports that second peter um, chapter one verse three says his divine power has granted to us all things that, that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence in other words i, I look at that is that god is sufficient god has given us everything we need to be sufficient and to carry out his will here on this earth. Amen. And it is us up, up mm -hmm. to us to uh, be determined enough mm -hmm. to uh, live up to the standards mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah. I, I, and, and, yeah. and I, I don't want to just necessarily say live up, but determined to pursue the perfection of the standards that he has, yeah, you know, because, you know, you can, we, you, you can kind of get that twisted up. Uh -huh. and when we talk about competency, we talk about, you know, that you can just do what's necessary. Yes. What's to satisfy some things, but he's called us to a greater things, a greater he's called level. Us, you know, if we're doing the work that he's called us to do. And then I believe it just in John uh, four and 12 or 14 and 12, he says, the work I'm doing, you're going to do greater work because you see my work and the fathers and, and me and the fathers and you. So you're going to do even greater work. And that, so that tells me that we're supposed to be at a higher standard. It's not just being competent, but it's uh, being competent in an excellent manner. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. I, I really like that as being, you know, it is, it's setting our standards of, of excellence and not just settling to be, you know, subpar. Think, think about this. If, if God is, is all powerful, if God is, is, is everything and he does everything as the scripture says, Jesus said, he, he, they said Jesus did all things excellent in an excellent way. Then wouldn't that be our standard? Amen. If we're trying to be like Christ, if we're Amen. disciples of Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, and, and God does not desire for us to fail. You know, many people think that God has set up everything for us to just mm -hmm. fall, you know, on our behinds mm -hmm. time and time again, which we basically do. But he doesn't set it up to fail. You know, if you look at uh, uh, Philippians 4 and 13, it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. can do those things through him who strengthens me. So he, he just wants us to look toward him, mm -hmm. you know, and he will provide us with, uh, as you said, the uh, strength to just be more than competent, mm -hmm. to, to exceed those uh, uh, competency uh, expectations, to just, you know, up our game a little bit. Yeah. Well, think about it. When he, uh, he created man and he created woman and, and he gave us dominion over all these things. It, it, you know that requires not not the the most base level of competence. That's that requires something above. You know he's 
the expectation is that you're you're here to do you have a capacity to do more and when I think about that I think about uh, so many of us again who just settle for you know just getting through just making it just passing um, by and um, and what God is looking for you know if you're trying to uh, be fully realize your potential your full potential is not at a level that is confident it's a it's a level that God has given you it's a level of excellence mm-hmm. I keep on going there but it's not just okay we're, we're here so we got this done you know I gotta see mm-hmm. you know God he he makes things you know he made us in a certain way he made us unique and he made us to do some things and so we whatever he's give, given us to do we if we're in Christ we've been given the capacity the competency to do it in an excellent fashion I really like that. I like that, uh, Pastor James. And I, I'm going to uh, say some things off the coattails of those excellent words. You know, God wants us to have a renewed mindset. That's what that requires. What you're talking about is having a renewed mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the world wants to drag you into a, 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 a mindset of just being you know, at a level of being competent enough, you know, uh, in, in the teaching profession, uh, you know, you get evaluated, you have poor, then you have efficient, mm-hmm. and then you have excellent. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the teachers are like, I, I want to get my efficient. They, they're mm-hmm. not striving for excellence. They want that efficient, you know, if you get that efficient, you can keep your job. Amen. Amen. You know, so, uh, you know, so the world has this half heart, uh, uh, half-hearted uh, efforts toward uh, full, uh, uh, fully being uh, confident or, or, or thinking about being over the top. They don't want to be over the top. They just want just enough uh, to get back, you know. And uh, God doesn't want us to just settle, you know, and it can, because that's 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 the worldly state of mind just to settle. Yeah. If you look at uh, Romans 12 and mm-hmm. 2, mm-hmm. it says, do not be conformed to this world, yeah. you know, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind by touch by by. <laughs> OK, I got real excited about that. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind mm-hmm. that by testing you, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. In other words, you're saying that we're, we're not called to be uh, regular people. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, and there's a, there's a verse in, in 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 the Bible talking about us being a peculiar people. Amen. Right, right. You know, and uh, you know, uh, you talked about being uh, uh, that much of the uh, the world is classes. You know, so yeah, uh-huh. you know, we have those classes. Uh, you know, and that's what they say about Christians. Sometimes we think we're better than other folks, but no, it, I don't think it's about being better. It's about knowing who you are in Christ and what you're capable of doing in that. Your your standards are not standards by what other people, you know, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. And the world has standards. You have standards on your job. You have standards in sports, certain things you need to, to, mm-hmm. to uh, what they require you to do. But your, your standard should be about what God has given you. In other words, you know, it, it takes faith to please God. And if you're going to 
look to, if you want to please the world, that's going to be a certain level of competency. But if you want to please God, that's, that's a higher level. Amen. That's a higher level. That's a higher standard. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to our third question. Why do we need to incorporate this attribute of uh, competency um, in our uh, character and daily character? And I'll, I'll, let me just add mm -hmm. to that word excellence, mm -hmm. competency and excellence. Amen. Well, um, for me, when I, I think about this, I think about the life that we live. And uh, I, I think about the scripture uh, from Romans 8 and 37. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And when I think about that, I think about uh, that we ought to live our life as knowing that we can overcome certain things, that, mm -hmm. that we can have victory over the challenges in our life. In other words, to go into go into the troubles that we face, go into the challenges that we face, knowing that we have the confidence, the capability, the sufficiency of God to to not only to meet the mark of those tasks or, or to overcome those things, but to even to exceed those things. And so we live a victorious life because we are confident. We live a victorious life because we know that we are more than God. God has given us so much, and he loves us so much that he's gifted us, and he's with us. And so rather than live a life that is, uh, I don't want to say down in the dumps, but rather than live a, a life Average. below mm. what we are capable of, are capable of, mm. of what the world says just we to get by. are capable of, we ought to live a life as conquerors as victors as, as that we can have victory over every instance every aspect of our lives amen and, and i like that you know you aren't just saying some aspects you're saying you you, you have an attitude you know you're going to yeah. approach every avenue with that same standard yeah. of uh, excellence it goes back to what you were saying from romans uh, uh one and uh, romans 2 12 and 2 that we have to have a mindset that we are uh, more than conquerors, and, and actually that falls in with Romans. That what you know, Paul was trying to tell uh, the folks in, in Rome, you know, who God was, and that they're capable of much more. That God has some things for them. That God loves them so much that He's He's given them the competence, the sufficiency, not just to sustain, but to excel. Amen. Amen. You know, and the world is looking for loopholes in our faith oh, as our Christians, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we lose our effectiveness for witnessing, mm -hmm. uh, to others about Christ. If our communicate, mm -hmm. our communication methodologies are incompetent. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. You know, so we have to have, you know, start, you know, uh, you know, if you're a Christian, you know, you automatically going to get criticized, so you you got to come with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. really have to come yeah, with it. You gotta you gotta be able to, to to explain to make an argument as to why this is the best life. This is you know why mm -hmm. you're a Christian because folks are going to challenge you on that. Folks are going to you know why why do you think? I, I'm not saying that you think you're better, but why 
are you so, you know, when you are in Christ, you have this peace, you have this mm -hmm. contentment, you have this joy. It's not just happiness, for instance, but you know that you have a, a God who looks out for you, who looks down on you, who, who you can come to the throne of grace for mercy and that you have, you can derive your strength from him. Amen. And so a lot of times, you know, when we look at it like that, you know, we're our competency. And I, I, I got to say it again. Our competency comes from having faith in Jesus Christ, having the knowledge of God and who he is and what he's capable of and the relationship that he desires to have for us. Oh, amen. You know, and, and the level of competence that he gives to us you know, through our weakness. Second uh, Timothy uh, 2 and 15 says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, mm -hmm. a worker who has no need to be ashamed, yes. you know, rightly handling, handling the word of truth. Mm -hmm. You know, people know when you're shamming them. You know what I mean? You know, you know, sometimes not, not all the time. <laughs> well, a lot of them. Do. I'll say, Christian wise, since they had that critical eye over us, and we asked them a question, you know, about why we believe in what we believe, and we come up with some, you know, mm -hmm. just just something that we just all of a sudden had no thought about. They 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 know that that we didn't put any time and effort mm -hmm. in uh, really trying to ask to uh, answer their question, you mm -hmm. know with any wisdom or experience. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. uh, second uh, Corinthians 6 and 3 says, uh, we put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found on our ministry. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, you know, we it's, it's saying that we got to watch what we do, watch what we say, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, be wise about, you know, who your audience is. Amen. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and too, um, I agree with that, too. Uh, we, we have to understand that uh, we've been set apart. In other words, we've been set aside to do this assignment that God has on our life, whatever that assignment is. And, uh, you know, when I look at it, I think about Paul. Paul in Romans, again, we've been talking mm -hmm. about Romans. In the first chapter, he says that he was called to be an apostle. He was a set aside, set apart the gospel of God. We've been set apart and so we've been given everything that we need to be maybe we're not apostles but we're men and women of, of Christ and so we've been given an assignment and we've been given the capabilities to be sufficiently uh, uh, execute what God has given us to do. Uh, I like that. I like you said we've given the talents and the capabilities because God doesn't want us to waste our talents. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at uh, Proverbs uh, 22 mm -hmm. and 14, it says like clouds and wind without rain is a man who boasts of a gift. He does not have. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, Ephesians 5, hard, uh, 15 and 17. <laughs> it says, look carefully, uh, then how you walk, not as unwise, but wise, mm -hmm. making the best use of time because the days are evil. Therefore, mm -hmm. do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God is. Amen. Mm -hmm. So as Christians, when we live in an incompetent manner, we failed 
to take care of the gift, the talent that God has given us. Amen. 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 You know, and finally, uh, we need to demonstrate the excellence of God's power and, and mannerism for handling life's issues. We walk in, uh, we need to walk in our true destiny. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a heavy weight when you try to do things in your own power. And, you know, we've been given certain uh, abilities and, and gifts. Um, but the problem is, is if they're disconnected from the giver of those gifts and those abilities, then we are not working in full power. When we are connected to God, when we understand that our gifts are activated by our faith in Christ Jesus, that's when we begin to soar to a different level, the competency that we have. Can you repeat that? No, I can't. <laughs> I know you can. It was beautiful, though. That was beautiful, though. You know, we, we, I, I, I do remember some part of it that yeah. you uh, activate our, our yeah. abilities through yeah. uh, following God. Yeah. All I was saying is really is that, you know, apart from God, we can't do anything. And, and those things that we, we've been given to do, we, the talents, abilities, again, that we have, uh, we when we understand, see the wisdom and the discernment is to know that it's not of us, mm -hmm. that it's from Him. Mm -hmm. And when we connect that to His power and that knowledge, the discernment of knowing what His will is, because if we're if we're going and we're acceding to His will, then we have more power, then we are have more sufficiency to be even more confident to be at that excellent level. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And just to end our conversation uh, on this attribute, uh, Proverbs 22 and 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand yeah. before obscure yeah. men. Amen. Hey, that's, so, that's, that's something to aspire to. That's something to remember. That's a memory verse. Amen. Amen. So now, uh, Pastor James, as always, we're going through our um, the, the final question of the, the processing. You know, we talked about a lot of things that how do we process? How do we internalize uh, being more than just competent? You know, that, that we uh, follow uh, standards of excellence, uh, you know, one of the, 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 the most important things is, and it's part of our spiritual foundation principles, of course, is prayer. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, prayer is so effective. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Matthew 6 and 6 says that when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees you in secret will reward you. What is it saying? Is you know, focus, yeah. focus. If you mm -hmm. if you want standards of excellence, you have to focus. You can't be all over the place. And prayer will help you focus on the purpose that God has for you on this planet. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And how to complete that purpose. Amen. 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 You know, I I think uh, another thing that we you know one of our principles for this particular question is really, you know, and it's in Second Timothy uh, 3, is really to study your word. Amen. To 
to study Amen. your word. And we emphasize so this every week. Would, yeah, so that you would know that. So you wouldn't be ashamed. Uh, and you may not be a teacher. You may not be a preacher. But you have to know why you believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can listen to someone. But you need to know uh, this word for yourself. And this word has power to help you to live day by day. And when I say that, what I mean is that there's some scriptures and we, you know, and purposely, intentionally, we lift up scriptures so that the audience will maybe grab on to one of those and use that for strength and use that for encouragement. So, you know, so you, if you have a word, you know, I just, if you just get, get in your word, get a word and just focus on that and, and keep that with you. That'll give you, you'll be, if you're confident in that and you just continue to grow in the word, it will help you to fulfill the potential or uh, fulfill what God has for you in your life. Amen. And and, and getting back to uh, 2 Timothy 3, Mm -hmm. uh, 16 and 7, when we, when we dissect this verse, it says that the man of God would be competent. So it's going to build competency. Uh, and, and you're gonna you're gonna even be more than confident uh, once you are very well uh, versed in God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, how does one? You know, uh, many people uh, say, Pastor uh, James, that God's word is is very difficult. How how do you take the difficult? It's it's hard for me to understand. What do you, what do you say to that that person that wants to know God's word but finds it difficult? Well, you know, it's. Uh is uh, you you have to you can do what you have to do what you can do, I mean uh, many of us start off as neophytes as as as, as children you, you know we're not mature in the word but you know it's just as Second uh, Timothy three and says you you have to study you have mm-hmm. to continue to to go over it because if you you know once you have some some once you have a, a pretext or you have some context for it in your experiences, mm-hmm. then this word will come alive for you. You'll be able to apply the principles that you uh, get from God's word into your life. And so it doesn't take that you have to know all the Bible. It doesn't mm-hmm. take that you have to memorize 100 verses. It's you need to take out of it as you're going along. Remember that you're growing. Mm-hmm. And continue to study that word, and if it's a, if it's a couple, if it's a verse or or a chapter, and you just focus on that, and you get something out, then you go on to the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and your faith grows, and your faith grows, and your competency grows. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you can, uh, you don't do that so you can impress people. You do that so that you can confirm and affirm your faith. In Jesus Christ. Oh, you said uh, just a mouthful, uh, uh, Pastor James. You know, and and, and, and I recommend for uh, a lot of those that are having a little difficulty in terms of the Bible is start with, you know, what what you can really, Mm -hmm. uh, with the simple, simple things in there. You know, I I think that there's some universal truths in uh, many of the verses of God that don't require a whole lot of interpretation. I'll say uh, Psalms mm-hmm. and, 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 and Proverbs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, these things, these are wise things that make sense that you can test mm-hmm. and you can see that they are, they're, 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 they're true to fact, you mm-hmm. know, and just try to emulate some of what you 
here and as as, as uh, some of what you're 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 reading about amen amen, amen. uh th these are they're not hard to interpret mm. amen and yeah. so you start what you can you can absorb at first and then you can get or move on to more difficult things mm. you know you have your pastor you have uh you have deacons you have bible studies mm. that will help you in a lot of the things that uh, sometimes aren't quite clear. Yeah, and, and you you make a good point because it's it's not it's not the, it's called the body of Christ for a reason that we all have you know we make up different parts of, of Christ and He puts us all together where we're fitly joined together uh, to do His work and we we support one another we complement one another we help each other to grow. It's that concept of iron sharpening iron. Amen. Amen. You know, and of course, uh, this is really the most important thing is committing yourself to uh, Jesus Christ. If you look at Romans 6 and 23, it says the wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. So, you know, you, you, you have to be a part. If you want competency, you have to be part of uh something great, something bigger than you. And that's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ uh, is, is going to give you that Holy Spirit that is going to help you to be uh, more than confident, as the pastor has been saying, Pastor James has been saying, this whole uh, podcast, you know, is striving to be more than just average, but mm -hmm. excellent. Amen. 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 And then finally, as we stress at the beginning of this program and we've stressed at the end of this program is emulate God's awesome character. You know, uh, if you look at uh, John, first uh, John four and 12, it says no one has ever seen God. If we if we love one another, God abides in us. And his love is perf is perfected in us. Amen. Amen. You know, so then part of that perfection is helping us to be uh, just more than competent, but to be excellent individuals mm. striving to do God's will on this planet. Amen. 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 So, so we we've had a really really scintillating discussion on competence and competency, and I. And I, I'm called to, to summarize it. And, you know, I had I had a really a big story or I had well, I wanted to talk about Nehemiah and particularly chapter four. But I'm not talking about Nehemiah. You're going to have mm -hmm. to read it yourselves. <laughs> so I'm just going to use what we've really been talking about here. And we've gone over a couple of times. And it's the first part of this scripture in Second Timothy, uh, the third chapter, verse 15. And I'm just going to take a little bit. It says, do your best. Amen. Let me say that one more time. Second Timothy, the third chapter, the first part of 15 says, do, do your best. best. And, here's, and here's what I'm trying to say. Uh, John 3 and 16 says that uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And we know that Jesus went to Calvary and he died on the cross for us. God gave his best. He gave his son. Jesus gave his best 
at Calvary. They allowed us, they showed us what it is, not just to be competent, but to rise to a higher level. Part of being competent, we've been talking about this, it's not about excellence, it's about doing your best. It's doing, it's working, it's existing, it's living to your full potential that God has given to you. Jesus was just a carpenter to many. Yes. But he turned out to be the Messiah that folks weren't even looking for. And I, I'm, I'm looking and I'm thinking about young people. I'm thinking about uh, many people who don't think that they have those capabilities. But Jesus was discounted. He was disgraced. Yes. He was disrespected. But he did his best. Amen. And that's what competency, true competency is all about, doing your best. And then you look at that last part, it says do your, your best to present yourself to God because in the end, that's who you're going to have to see. That's who you are accountable to, not accountable to your friends. You're not accountable to your teacher. You're accountable to God. And when you look to God, that's going to take you to a higher level Amen. in your life. That's all I want to share. That's it. Amen. We're done. Amen. Time to go home. Time to go home. Well, let's pray about it. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can't do anything apart from you, that, you know, you are everything. And, Lord, we just want to please you, Lord God. And so help us, Lord, Heavenly Father, to not just to be competent, but to be faithful. And not just to be faithful, Lord God, but to know that you are God and God all by yourself. And so help us, Lord, as we go through our days, as we go through these years. Teach us, Lord God, that we might discern and, and, and be faithful to you, Lord God, that we might be pleasing in your sight. Help me, Father, that we might be competent to do the task that you called us to do, not just in a, 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 a secondary way, Lord God, but that it takes priority, that everything that you're calling us to do, that we won't just do it and just get it done, but we'll do it in an excellent way, just as Jesus did, Lord God, for we follow in the footsteps of the Master. We thank you for this time thank together. You, we ask that you will bless all those who are listening to this podcast. Give them the desires of their heart, Lord God, as they seek, so, seek to fulfill the total po potential of what God has given them. These things we ask in the mighty, in the magnificent, and the majestic name of Jesus. We declare it all, and all the people of God said together. Amen. 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 This concludes this edition of God is 365. We'd like to invite each and every listener to join this great worldwide spiritual revolution. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember, first and foremost, from sunrise to sunset, that, that God, God is 365. 365. God bless. God bless. Praise the Lord, faithful listeners, if you've enjoyed our message for today, your donation to help us continue this podcast will be greatly appreciated. Simply go to our website, www.godis365.org, and push the donation button. Mm. And we'd like to thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank, thank you, you in advance for your precious gifts. God bless you. Amen. God bless God and bless keep you. you until we meet again. Be encouraged. See you.